0: The Boar Knight, Part Two: The Boar, the Bard, and the Great Bear Ballad. Many happy hours and days can be spent traveling with fine friends and the beauty of nature to entertain and amaze. Nathaniel the Boar Knight felt just that—a happiness to trot his hours away in the mountains and fields on his way to the nearby village. Somewhere deep in his fur and heart. He knew that a village with its waiting houses and inns would only be the first stop of many on his quest for the cure, a cure for his terrible curse. Just thinking about it sent a shiver down his haunches, verminism, to suffer every full moon shifting into the body of a two-legged human. As fast and well as a boar can trot, he reached a little village passing across its little bridge, spanning its little river, known locally as the Little River for Trouser Washing. Under less dire circumstances, Nathaniel would have appreciated the town's overwhelming cuteness and charm. But as he was there with a singular purpose, he began through the streets, searching for an inn, a public house, or anywhere with open doors, But as his hoofs clapped across the stones, street after street, he was met with locked doors and clasped shutters. The village rested, quiet and still, as though it hid from something unseen. That was, until Nathaniel noticed the open door and glowing lights of the talon and treat, the smell of fresh apples wafting across the cobblestones. Cautious but hopeful... He entered.
1: Welcome, valued patron. We'll be there... ...in just a moment.
2: Go... deal... with the customer. I'll give this one more go.
1: Fine. Yes, good. Just be careful, and don't break anything. The press. And you. Both, then. Both, but mostly the press. Hello, patron. Welcome to the Talon and Treat. What can I get you? You're a boar. A boar? Oh, no. Merc! Merc! There's a boar at the bar. Oh, my word, you can talk. I'm so sorry. See
2: here, Asper, their money spends just as good as... Oh, a boar.
1: What did you think I said?
2: Uh, nothing, uh, nothing at all. Why don't you ask the boar what he wants, then? Uh, rude of you to keep a customer waiting. Really, Asper, by now I thought I could expect more from you.
1: Well, yes, of course. I know I should, but... Merck, we aren't allowed to serve a boar in the tavern... It's a violation of the health code, and we can't have another strike. Not after that last incident.
2: Of course! As was always like this. Here! <laughs> there!
1: A fake mustache and a monocle? Merc, he's a boar. He's got fur and bristles.
2: He's in disguise. How do we know he's a boar? Now serve him some food, because that bard over there is the only other customer we've got today, and he's barely eating a crumb. Though he drinks up these apples like no one's business. We need the coin.
1: Yes, fine. Four, sir, uh, I mean mister, what can I get for you? We've got some freshly baked rolls nope. with... all out. Some fine stewed mushroom... On too. Freshly pressed apple cider? Yes, freshly pressed apple cider from a press we just bought this morning. From the freshest apples in the local fields. (laughs) Yes, good. Merc, one cider for our moustached patron, please.
2: Coming right up.
1: Sorry for the lack of, well, food. Our cook is on holiday. I wish I was with him. The allure of the salty sea air, the craggy rocks, the constant lulling roll of the
2: waves,
1: (coughs) the decor. Well, we don't get around to updating too often. Murk's a bit of a stickler for the classic bar fight chic tavern look, but we did decide to get that new apple press. That was a big leap for (coughs) Murk. Worminism? Well, being a human, I'm not too worried. Merc?
2: Cider. Freshly wrangled from the apple press. Are you sure we're using that thing right, Asper? Seems like a lot of work for some juice.
1: I knew it would be a hit, though we should have insisted on an instruction manual. But our patron wanted to know about wyrmanism. What do you know of it?
2: What? Me? Or kind we can't catch it, so I can't say I have any knowledge about it.
1: Well, there has been something frightening coming out of the woods at night, and we're all afraid it will find its way over the little bridge one of these days. Most people prefer to stay quiet and hope it will go away.
2: I hope it shows up and buys a pint cider. We can't afford to have the whole town in hiding. I need them drinking and playing darts. They're all terrible at darts.
1: (sighs) Merck's not too scared of anything, really.
2: More fresh-pressed cider, little man?
3: Yes. Yep, please. Did... Did, did someone say weminism? How scary a thing. That's that's an old curse. Poor chap here's got it.
2: Don't know how to cure it up.
1: Merc, you can't just go around telling people someone else's business.
2: I'm a bartender in a shady tavern. Sharing secrets is my business. Then drinks. Here's your cider, little man.
3: Th- thank you very much. <clears throat> By the way... I do know the cure. Well, I, I know the myth, and it's it's an old one. <laughs> well, well, sure, I can tell you if, if you're fond of song and story. That's that's my trade, you see. I'm I'm a bard. Look, ah, come on, boy. Ah, there we go. Whew. Okay, just just give me a moment. Ah, yeah. Please sit back, relax, and listen to the long told tale of the old Bear King. Lo, the tale of a Bear King, third of the Urson line. Ruler of all our kind, into his court came a were man. The strait curse was hidden, and our was bitten. And so our king bear, Grizzly and fair, embarked on his quest for a cure. Before a full moon illumines the night, a tincture of light must be spun. Is the only way to be cured of the blight, that mixture of moon and bright sun. For as a were man, our bear kings are done. He sought out the witch of the wellspring. He offered her many things, so she told the bear king: A vial of bubbling spring water, sweet syrup of lavender of silver that sticks to the tongue. Then with a swirl, a precious moon pearl, and then with a stern look she said, Before a full moon illumines the night, a tincture of light must be spun. Oh great bear, Oka's king, as witch of the world, I've all the spring water you need. Now bring me the rest to succeed. In the far golden plains of the Sunny Dales From delicate perfumer, the syrup of lavender Then deep in the forests of Ezio, Gracious Enten chief bequeathed him a silver leaf And so he delved down to the deep underground And arose low a pearl of the moon before a full moon a womb in the night, a tincture of like one last stir. Before our great elders and small cubs the like, Our great bear king sunk down the cure. When well, the celebrations were owed, For a where man he'd never become, for a where man he'd never become.
2: You know, I really liked that song. Who knew you could learn things from fairy tales?
3: That is my profession. <coughs> oh, yes, my accordion is enchanted. If, if I play the song, it brings it to life with all the accompaniment I need. But that... That doesn't mean it doesn't take significant talent. Oh, excuse me.
1: Bubbling spring water. Syrup of lavender. Silver that sticks to the tongue. We have those.
2: When did we get all this stuff? Looks like you plan on opening an apothecary.
1: I picked up a whole set of new ingredients. Think of it. We could attract a whole new type of customer base.
2: Whatever happened to just sitting down for a good drink by the fire, a round of darts, and a passable bar brawl? People these days.
1: Well, I for one think my new holistic menu ideas will be a hit. But... For now, I'll see if this works. Fresh, bubbling mineral water from the mountain spring. The sweetest lavender syrup from the local Laurel Days Lavender Lawn Farm. Top quality product, also perfect for scones. And the finest edible silver leaf, perfect for a romantic dessert or your worminism cure. Look! Look! What?
3: The moon pearls. The moon pearls?
1: The moon pearls. I'll stop her this up. The moment you get your hooves on those moon pearls, open it up and drop them in. If the myth is right, this is all you will need, my moustached friend.
3: But you must drink this cure before the next full moon, or. What? I. I do not know. No one has seen a moon pearl in so long. The last time anyone saw moon pearls, they adorned the cape of the Ocean King. History says he received them as a gift from a visiting star and had them sewn onto his cape in remembrance of her.
2: I might know a guy. I get a supply of orc kind delicacies from a supplier in the woods. They know how to find everything. The guy's name is Lycos of Spinnervind anyone knows how to find out the information you need, it's him.
3: Lycos of
1: Spinovent? Why, thank you, my bristly patron. Our best wishes on your adventure.
2: And good luck. Those woods can be tough, but you look like the kind of boar who can take care of himself.
1: Why, thank you again. I knew it would be a hit.
2: Uh, So we're keeping the apple-pressing contraption, then?
3: Sir Knight, Sir Knight, uh, I, I, I have something I must ask of you. Oh, well, uh, thank you. I'm Winthrop, the Bard. I, I go by Winnie, though, since Winthrop is... Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a comical name for a, for a gnome, certainly. And, and I know of you, of course. You're Nathaniel the Boar Knight, the hero of Boar's End. I'm so honoured. What you did for your fellows, well... It deserves better songs... Like all heroes do. And, sir, if you'll allow me to join you, I may not be the strongest or bravest or tallest companion, but I'll be the truest. The songs of your tale will inspire generations of pups and whelps to come, and my knowledge of myths will always be at your disposal. Please, I'm, I'm, I'm a bard. But I'll never be a storyteller until I create the songs myself. All these years, and I've only ever played the songs of others. Really? Truly? Oh, thank you, sir. Well, Lycos is a master spinner from Spinnervent, so to find him, we can ask a minor spinner. Spiders. Talking spiders. Who spin webs that shine like gold. The forest south of here is known for them.
0: And so, Nathaniel and his new travelling companion, Winthrop, journeyed south, away from the village, away from the warmth of the Talon and Treat, away from the realms they knew, and into the unknown before them. A master of many things, but still new to most, Nathaniel now understood that there was no easy solution to his vemonism, a curse of legend and sorrow. The long and little short road ahead of him was frightening and fraught with mystery, but the Boar Knight knew that this was his path, if he was ever to find an elusive moon pearl, the final ingredient for his cure. But our brave knight would not be alone. Winthrop, a gnome unlike any you have ever known, had set his path alongside that of the Boar Knight and his merry rodent helpers. In the darkening night and rolling mists, they crossed into the underbrush of the woods and into the wonders that await. The
3: Boar Knight Written by K. E. Stats Produced with additional sound design and accordion by Travis Vengroff Edited with sound design and mixing by Dane Leonardson. With music by Stephen Malin, Ryan McQuinn, Brandon Strader, and Travis Vengroff And orchestration by Mike Petrie. Starring Sam Yao, Paul Mea, David Devereaux, Siobhan Lumston, and Sean Daniel Francis This is a Fool and Scholar production. Thank you for listening.